Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Tuesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ah, you're back on your game again today. Yeah, much better. Yes. All right, let's get started right with the stories. All right. Uh, So Frozen 2 has been out, and so they're on everybody's mind. So they've gone ahead and sort of put together all the different experiences that you can have with Frozen at the Disneyland Resort. Yes, and this is thanks to our friends at the Disney Parks blog. Uh, Inside California Adventure, you can meet Anna and Elsa at Anna and Elsa's Royal Welcome at the Animation Building. Uh, you can then go check out the theatrical production of Frozen live at the Hyperion. We saw that. We did. If you'd like to learn how to build a snowman, you can't really build them, but you can learn how to draw him. Uh, you can learn how to draw Olaf over at the Animation Academy. And in December, you can actually meet him once you finish drawing him. Oh, so that's he'll fun. be available for guest meet and greets there and give him a warm hug. Uh, if you stay at California Adventure to see World of Color Season of Light, the, the Frozen characters are featured. Uh, you will watch young Anna and Elsa play in the snow with Olaf and then feel the love as Anna and Kristoff kiss at the end of the song Baby It's Cold Outside, Aww. which is kind of fitting. Uh, if you head over to Disneyland Park, you can see um, Anna and Elsa and Olaf inside the a, a Christmas fantasy parade on their Frozen float. Uh, and at Bibbidi Bibbidi Boppity Boutique, you can uh, be transformed into Anna and Elsa with hairstyles, makeup, outfits, and more. Uh, theme park admission is required for that. And then, if you are going around the resort, uh, you can check out the exclusive uh, curated Apple Music playlist inside the Disney Parks app, which has the Frozen Two uh, playlist. Uh, so that's uh, that's pretty much you know a ton of Frozen stuff you can do there. Good. You know what else is Frozen? What's that? My heart. <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota? Yeah. Wow, that is probably the best segue I've ever heard you do off the top of your head. (laughs) Thank you. And why is Minnesota important to us? Uh, Because a Minnesota football player named Casey O'Brien has earned the Disney Spirit Award. Which is? I have no idea. Tell us. (laughs) Uh, The Disney Spirit Award is an award that is given to an inspirational football player in uh, college football each year. And uh, Casey, who plays for, as Cheryl mentioned, the University of Minnesota, has overcome uh, bone cancer four times. Uh, He plays on the Golden Gophers football team, and he inspires others by talking to children at children's hospitals. Oh, that's sweet. Yes. I like that Disney does that. Okay, um, and there was you had a little bit of information about a tour that we've done in Disney World, but they also offer it in Disneyland. It's called the Walk in Waltz Footsteps, and it's being featured on the Disney Parks blog. So just a little bit of information about that. Right, so Walk in Waltz Disneyland Footsteps, which I don't know if that distinguishes it from what's offered in Florida, um, but it is a three-hour tour, uh, which uh, starts at uh, Town Hall, and you get to go all through the park. You must have admission. Uh, of course, they don't list the price here. Um, but you do get to see uh, things like Walt's apartment. Uh, you get to hear historical facts about uh, Walt. You get to hear um, Walt's opening day speech through their headset while Cheryl is looking at the cost of this. Uh, you ride the Disneyland Railroad where you learn about Walt's love and fondness for locomotives. Um, you will also uh, stop by the five-ton petrified tree in Frontierland, and you'll learn uh, why Walt gave this tree to his wife Lillian. I mean, he's such a sentimental, romantic guy. 
Um, you'll also hear about some of his time in Marceline, Missouri, and his early inspirations uh, for Fantasyland and when he saw the play Peter Pan as a young boy. Uh, that really influenced him and what he created. Um, so it's uh, it's a pretty pretty interesting tour. Yeah, and the pricing isn't terrible. I mean, you do have to have admission, um, and on, this is on top of that admission, but it's $109. It includes your tour, lunch, and a collectible pin, and there are discounts for annual pass holders, Disney Visa holders, and Disney Vacation Club members. So uh, if you've never done that, that's a fun thing to check out. Cool. And then something that uh, we just heard about that I've heard nothing about previously to this is uh, for the holidays, Adventures by Disney offers a Yuletide fantasy tour in Disney World. Right. It's a three-hour tour. Uh, don't worry, the Skipper and Gilligan are not involved in this tour. You won't be marooned on a desert island. You, did you ever watch Gilligan's Island? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Um, so the Yuletide fantasy tour, as Cheryl mentioned, is offered by Adventures by Disney, and it gives guests an opportunity to go to uh, tour the Disney Holiday Services building, uh, go to the Disney Events Group and go to Disney Springs to decorate a uh, holiday cookie. Uh, so I think the exciting thing about this is that you get to go to holiday services. Um, you know, Disney's all about holidays, uh, and we've seen on some of like the the specials that are on, uh, uh, you know, the Travel Channel and, and and whatnot, what is involved in the holidays. Uh, but holiday services actually employs forty two full time cast cast members. And then they add additional people during the holiday seasons. Um, it is the largest decoration warehouse at 54,000 square feet. It is big enough for 11 and a half basketball courts to wow. fit inside. So. I think we've been in, we've seen some of these floats. And it wasn't at the, um, it wasn't at the holiday time. We did one right. of these like behind the scenes tours, but it wasn't an Adventures by Disney thing. No. Um, but they did take us into like one of the storage buildings. For the I, floats, yeah. Yeah, and I think they had, I think at the time they had like the electrical parade mm -hmm. floats in there. So we did get to see some of that stuff. But right. it's very neat and uh, what, a, what a great opportunity. Right. So this then, after they leave the, uh, the holiday warehouse, uh, they take you over to uh, the events building. Um, with the Disney events group and you learn what goes into planning for guests, how gifts and floral arrangements arrangements are crafted and assembled before delivery and how Disney stores and launders its costumes. So, wow, uh, laundry. Yeah, that's, woo, that's maybe you get to do some. And then the very last part of the tour, they take you to Amaret's Patisserie at uh, Disney Springs. Um, and the bakery is not open to the public yet, but you are brought inside for a lesson on how to make um, or decorate a wreath-shaped cookie. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so if people want to book this, do you know how they go about it? I do. You can call 407-939-8687 uh, or go to DisneyWorld.com. Uh, the Disney Yuletide Fantasy Tour starts at 9 a.m. on select dates at Epcot's Ticket Center. Uh, this tour accommodates up to 32 guests and it is at a cost of $149. Now, is which, that something you think that can be booked through your travel agent as well? Um, I don't know. You know, personally, I've not booked it for anyone. Like like you said, this is the first time we've yeah. heard of this. Mm -hmm. um, but it's an opportunity to do something with Adventures by Disney. You know, most of their things are multi-day experiences. So you get a, 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 an Adventures by Disney guide. Um, and as you do with all Adventures by Disney events, you get an exclusive pin. Very fun. Uh, which is excited, which can be used as an ornament. Very fun. Yeah, and you can probably do that through your travel agent, I would guess, also. So that would be the first place to check. All right. Um, in designer ear news, they have, uh, they're starting to talk about which designer ears they're going to be releasing for next year. 
Right. So, uh, of the ears that have been released, I only really want the hipster Mickey ears. Those are pretty cute. They are. Um, coming up in 2020, uh, we're going to have ears uh, by Betsy Johnson, Dave Perillo, The Blondes, and John Coulter in the winter. In the spring, we're going to see ears by Kevin Rafferty, Her Universe, uh, which is the uh, Ashley Eckstein, Eckstein, who does the Star Wars uh, stuff. Um, Joe Rohde and Cupcakes and Cashmere, as well as Lily Aldridge, will have those ears in the spring. And then summer 2020, there will be ears from Carly Kloss, Vera Wang, and Brett Iwan, or Iwan, who is the voice of Mickey. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to lawsuits. Oh, yes, lawsuits. (laughs) The state of Florida is filing a lawsuit against Planet Hollywood. What on earth could they have to sue Planet Hollywood about? Well, back in 2011, uh, the Planet Hollywood International Group purchased uh, Buca di Beppo, which is an Italian restaurant chain, and stated that they were going to be moving the corporate headquarters to Orlando, which would uh, create jobs in the Orlando area. So the state of Florida gave them uh, $288,000 in incentives uh, for that move. And now here we are eight years later, and uh, they never moved the the Buca di Beppo headquarters to Orlando and did not create those jobs. So now the state... um, the lawsuit is saying that you know that that the, the Department of Economic Economic Opportunity wants the money back. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and I know this wasn't in the proper order, so you might have to skip ahead here, dude. Yes. Um, but let's talk about uh, NBA player Robin Lopez. He is actually going to testify. So you were talking about you know things in the courts. He's going to actually testify in the Buzzy Clothing trial. Yes. So Robin Lopez of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, was in the news recently because the clothing from Buzzy from the Wonders of Life Pavilion had disappeared um, and Brooke Lopez was found to have purchased them unknowingly uh, or unwittingly knowing, you know, that he did not know that they were uh, uh, stolen. And uh, they have now listed Robin Lopez as a potential witness in the trial of Patrick Spikes, uh, who is a a former uh, Disney employee, and his cousin, Blayton Tauntaun, uh, who faces several criminal charges and are scheduled to stand trial in uh, January. I don't know if we're even going to actually see Robin Lopez have to show up. I mean, both of the guys pled... Oh, they pled not they guilty. Pled not guilty. Oh, you might see him. Then. Yes, okay. I thought it said they pled. Gu- they pled guilty. I was like, well, then what's? What are we talking about? Right. All right. Back to our proper order. Um, Disney World is set to live stream the dedication ceremony for Rise of the Resistance. Yes, that's going to be taking place on Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening at six fifty-five p.m. Uh, the Disney Parks live stream will start. I will, of course, uh, start a uh, watch party. Uh, hopefully it will be more exciting than the Disney World uh, uh, live stream for the Smuggler's Run. <laughs> California got the really good one yeah, uh, with all the people. And then the the, the Florida uh, Smuggler's Run was just like Bob Chapek coming out <laughs> and giving like three yeah. three lines of speech. But um, we were there. But this is, this is uh, you know, supposed to be big. We're, we're looking forward. I'm looking forward to these drones that are going to be flying. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they make it. Um, 
and I hope that the ride uh, ride works well. There have been no previews. It's just, and like I said yesterday, it's it's a rarity that there are no soft openings or previews for an attraction these days. Well, we're going to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, Dooney and Burke it has come out with some new uh, patterns. We don't typically talk too much about merchandise, but these are just weird enough that I feel like we need to say something. Um, they have some frozen patterns, and one of them is just a big old Elsa on the side of a purse. It looks like something that a six-year-old would carry. So it's pretty if you're six. So if you're gonna, if you want to buy your daughter a really expensive Christmas gift, you should get her a Dooney and Burke purse. Um, they've got some little wallets and things with a, a bit of a smaller pattern, but they're still very childish. Just so you know, that six-year-old would have to have deep pockets yeah, to I afford know. this uh, Dooney and Burke. I bag. know these things are expensive. Uh, and then they also have another pattern with a bunch of Mickeys all over it. That's that the one. Disney Wonder 10th anniversary celebrating 10 years of Dooney and Burke bags. That one, you know, I like. I like the more subtle, I don't know, or Mickey. Maybe it's just Mickey is more grown up, but the big old Elsa is throwing me. Not a fan, obviously. Duly noted. I'm okay. cross that off your Christmas list. You know what I am a fan of? What's that? Baby Yoda. Now, you know, his, he is really not named Baby Yoda. What is he named? He is referred to as the child. Oh, I like Baby Yoda. Okay. Okay. So there's uh, a Baby Yoda display in Hollywood Studios, which is at uh, Keystone Clothiers. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, a bunch of Yoda. Uh, the Yoda ears, they've got some new Yoda ears that are pretty cool. And it's not even really Baby Yoda merchandise. It's Yoda merchandise. There's one that is, he's like a small... It's a plush. Yeah, it's a plush, but I don't know that it was ever... He's dressed like older Yoda. Right. So it's it's not really none of this is baby Yoda. They haven't actually managed to put together baby Yoda merchandise right. yet. No, they they're, will. They're capitalizing on the baby they're capitalizing on the child. Yeah. Um and and hopefully we get to see some baby Yoda merchandise in other than the stuff that looks like it was made it was. by a sixth grader on a <laughs> you know with their iron printer. yeah with iron on transfers. <laughs> All right. Um, oh gosh, why, for people who don't talk about merchandise, you have a lot of merchandise news today. Well, because some of it's big. It, there's no such thing as big merchandise All right, news. there's a new Jingle Cruise Nutcracker Tiki Mug coming to Trader Sam's Grotto on December 4th in Walt Disney World. Get in line, Jason. Get in line now. That's right. Limit two per person. <laughs> See, we're not going in-depth about this. No Good. discounts available. Twenty four ninety nine. All right, um, the Imagineering story coming out with the next one again on Friday, like um, all Disney Plus new episodes do come out on Fridays. Um, episode five is going to be about the Carousel of Progress. Well, it's called a Carousel of Progress, um, but it is going to talk about uh, uh, Imagineering going back to the foundation of Disney DNA where quality wins out. And um, Bob Iger returns Imagineering to... Uh, you know, spending money yeah. instead of the austere, the, the period of austerity that it went through. Um, so it, it looks exciting. You're going to see some stuff in Disneyland. You're going to see some stuff from uh, China. Um, I think a little bit of, of, of Japan. But uh, yeah, it uh, you know, th this show does not disappoint. No, it's very good. I'm going to be very sad when, when it ends. I'm sure they'll have something new up their sleeve for to keep you entertained. Um, and then in more news of things that we don't talk about. Well, okay. <laughs> so there are these new exclusive Pez uh, 
Pez dispensers in Walt Disney World. And the only reason, like I told Cheryl, the only reason I'm mentioning this is because Pez World headquarters, where all the Pez magic happens, <laughs> happens to be two towns over from us. Yes. So if you're a Pez fan uh, and you want a nice little day trip and you're up in Connecticut, uh, well, maybe a morning trip, not mm-hmm. a full day, you can go to the Pez Visitor Center. Come, up, um, come over to Orange, Connecticut. And, that's right. Uh, that's yeah, right. You can so, go to the so, visitor center. And that's your hometown. It is my hometown. So this is where uh, the you know the Pez magic happens and it's just a little bit of tie in to, you know, from Connecticut to uh, to Walt Disney World. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, over at Epcot. Some construction walls have gone up for a new Mickey meet and greet that is going to be in the Imagination Pavilion. That's right. It is uh, the walls are up now inside the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival area. And the meet and greet area is going to open in early 2020. Okay, good. Uh, oh, yes. So I think this is nice. Um, Disney Aspire students are going to be graduating from the University of Central Florida in December. This is the first round. Um, and Disney Aspire is the name of the uh, reimbursement program for college tuition. So uh, full and part-time employees who have been working at the Disney company for at least 90 days are eligible to take uh, classes at UCF. So, yeah, the first of those are um, are graduating. So kudos to Disney for uh, educating their employees. The first 18 students. Did you mention what it pays for? No, I did not. Uh, Disney actually pays not only for the cost of the education uh, in tuition, but they also pay for book expenses and fees as well. And many employers, you know, I, I took advantage of some stuff with my employer and they paid the tuition, which was nice. But then you had, you know, lab fees and your books, which were another couple couple hundred dollars. But right. Disney takes all of this and they do it up front. So I think the upfront is a big deal, too, because people who are in um, a situation where, you know, they're working for Disney, they might not make very much money to try to come up with the tuition. Like when you were reimbursed, Tony, when you were... Um, going to school and, and having it be paid for through your employer, we would have to put the money out to start with and right. then we would get a reimbursement check after he got a certain grade. Right. You know, then they would reimburse you. But that means you have to come up, we have you have to cash flow that, right. you know, for six months until the check comes in. So um, I think it's nice that they pay for it up yes, front. Yes, it's very generous of them to do that. And I think it provides the employee with the incentive to know that it's already been paid for, so they're more apt to stay as opposed to disappointing their their employer and having to give that money back. Yeah, I'm not sure. Th- I'm not sure all the details of it. You know, who knows if they may still have to get a certain grade, and if not, right. they may have to pay it back or whatever. But um, but anyway, I think it's nice that they they're they're doing that. Um, so we talk all the time about Disney World, but there are other parks in Orlando um, and well throughout the country. But let's talk about Orlando a little bit. Um, Every once in a while, every, uh, what, 10 years, Tony and I decide that, you know, we're going to do something a little different. And the last time we did something a little different, we uh, took a day and went to SeaWorld. And Gatorland. And Gatorland. Was yeah. that the same trip? Was that wasn't the same trip. No. No, it was a different trip. Um, but there's there's quite a bit to do in, in uh, SeaWorld if you've never done it before. Once you've done it, there's a little less to do. Um, but they also, just like all the other parks, have special holiday features. You want to go through what a couple of those are? Sure. So uh, like all the parks, uh, theme parks, SeaWorld decorates with decorations for uh, the holidays as well as they illuminate the Sky Tower. But they do have six uh, shows 
throughout their parks. All right. Let's hear them. Uh, the first one is the Pets Ahoy Holiday Special, uh, which are dogs, cats, and birds uh, doing tricks on stage um, and rodents. Okay. So that's that's a fun time. Nice. Sea Lion High, the Christmas Special. Um, it's Clyde and Seymour facing off against a human villain. Um so, so this is one of their, I think this is one of their regular uh, shows. They just have like an overlay for this one. Yes. Okay. Oh, no. Well, okay. Yeah, it's a holiday it's a overlay. Holiday overlay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this one sounds exciting. Is It is the O Wondrous Night. Uh, it's the birth, the telling of the, the birth of Christ with animal puppets and, and a choir. <laughs> um, it involves more than 30 Christmas carols. And eventually live animals come on stage, including goats, sheep, and for some reason, they specified three camels. Well, I, that's pretty impressive. I mean, you know, camels? As well as birds. I, you know, I'm impressed. Do you know the difference between uh, camels and dromedaries? I don't even know what a dromedary is. I think a camel has one hump and a dromedary has two. Okay. I think, I've never I heard know. of a dromedary. No? No. All right. I they're might all, be wrong. They're all camels to me. I might be wrong. All right. And then there is the Sea of Trees, which is a light show on the park's lake, which features more than 100 trees that float above the waterline. And then, uh, of course, the killer whales have to get into the act. And they have a show called Miracles, uh, where the whales leap to uh, Christmas music. Um, And, uh, you know, that's uh, how much fun can can that not be? (laughs) And then they also have an ice skating show at Bayside Stadium called the Winter Wonderland on Ice. Uh, animals do not skate in this. Uh, it's real people. Aww. Yes. I want to see the animals skate. Maybe okay. next year. Well, that's fun. So uh, if you're down there and you have a little extra time, head over to SeaWorld and check that out. Uh, also, Universal has plenty going on for Christmas, but especially they have this uh, scavenger hunt. It's a tree scavenger hunt. It is the holiday tree hunt. Uh, there are 14 trees set up between... Um, Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, and City Walk. Uh, they provide you with a map, and you go and uh, you find each one of the trees. You get your map map stamped, uh, and then when you uh, get that map filled out, you get a free gift. Um, because this does go into the parks, you are required to have park admission or be an annual uh, pass holder. Um, and if you don't want to hear what the guest what the gift is. Uh, turn your head away or take your speakers <laughs> off for the next 10 or 15 seconds. Uh, and we're going to tell you what it is in five, four, three, <laughs> two, one. Okay. Um, your free gift is a minion ornament and you get to choose if you want a one-eyed minion or a two-eyed minion. It's kind of nice. And it's, it, you know, other than the fact that you have to pay to get into the parks, uh, it's free. So you don't have to pay an additional fee for the map or the stickers or anything like that. And then right. you get a free price at the end. Yes, free price. So that's fun. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we have. That's it. It's, uh, it was a day chock full of news, and it we was. pretty much ran straight through it. Awesome. So uh, if you like us, follow us on Facebook. If you don't like us, don't follow us. Um, <laughs> feel free to give us some feedback on iTunes. We're under the Two Dudes Talking Disney podcast. And until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And we are the Disney Drive Time Podcast. I tried a new ending there. So. <laughs>